Hey everybody, it's Sam here, and I'm with Emmy, and we're recording. This is our second episode. We're just in week one of our summer project that we're calling Wired for Big. So I'm laying here, putting Emmy to bed, and we're going to talk about a couple things here. Um, one, first off, we came up with a name today, right, Em? Wired for Big? That's yeah. the name of this? And the Wired for Big podcast is all about this idea that people that have dyslexia, their brains are wired to do big things. There's people like who? Albert Einstein, right, Em? Mm-hmm. Anybody else that you like that's had dyslexia? Um, Whoopi Goldberg. Cora. Cora, your friend. That's, <laughs> she's also awesome. <laughs> she, oh, and Ingrid, her sister. And her aunt, yep, we know we've started to meet a number of people that are awesome that have dyslexia as well. But Steven Spielberg is another very famous person. He has done a lot of really cool movies. We should watch some of them sometime, shouldn't we? Who is he? Steven Spielberg, he did cool movies, did E.T. You ever heard of E.T.? Anyway, there's lots of lots of time that we can discuss Steven Spielberg movies. Super duper great. So, every day, almost every day, we're going to do a podcast and we're going to release this podcast for everyone to listen. And part of our goal is to give everyone a sense of Emmy's journey as she's continuing to learn. And in her case, she has to learn how to read and write and many different things in different ways than most kids do, which is totally cool. It just, and it's really so cool that we're, our Emmy wants to share about it even right now. Um, so we've also do what we're doing with, um, what is it, what is our thing called? Which thing? Wired to, for big? Yeah. Wired for B? Wired for B, that could be. Wired for big. Wired for big. Um, so we also are going farther with what we are doing. We have made our Facebook page. We are going to make an Instagram account. And then we're moving on to a YouTube channel, which I am really excited. Why are you excited about YouTube? All these kids, they say they just want to watch YouTube. What's up with that? Well, you there's a lot of things you can do on YouTube. Um... We watch slime, LOLs, which is my favorite, and squishies. And then you can also f- find other videos, which YouTube isn't just a thing that will make your kids' brains go all smushy and yeah. You can also find stories that your child can read along to and read with, and which is really cool. I read along with stories with that. And you can also get a CD player, which I got for my birthday. That's right, that's right. And that is why we are doing um, a YouTube thing. So then we also, like, you know, my favorite things are LOLs and Squishies. I will also be doing that vlogging. And we are also going to do some fun things with our family. I have two brothers and a mom. Ben is five and Jack is nine. I am not. Wait, no, Jack's not nine. He's, He's ten. Not nine. You're nine. I'm nine. He'd be mad if he heard you say he was nine and you were nine. <laughs> I just thought of that. But he's like in like 12 days. He's going to be 11. He's so big. And then my mom, Jenny. Jenny? Yep. Jenny. Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. All right. Well, that's a good introduction, I think, for today's podcast. And uh, what we're going to do, our formats are going to be, we're going to do some different introductory things. And then Emmy is in a minute here. She's going to give our audience here, our listeners, from her bedroom in Ames, Iowa, a lesson on something that she just learned from her tutoring. So, 
Hang tight, and you'll hear that next. All right, everybody, um, here in our second segment, we're going to do this as frequently as we possibly can. And I think this is quite possibly the most interesting thing for me as a new parent trying to understand more about how what Emmy needs to help her read better. And so she goes to a tutor every Tuesdays and Thursdays and then does other work. And she's going to give us a brief overview of her lesson. And I tell you what, you need to listen to this because every time I listen... I learn a lot about the English language of things that I never was taught, at least not in this detail. So Amy's going to talk a little bit about her day-to-day and the lesson that she learned. Now, Amy, before you talk today, this morning, when you woke up, you got a piece of paper. You got these sticky, what are they, sticky little gems? They are sequins. Sticky sequins. And you made the le- the lowercase letter E, and then you also then you made a slash through it. And I was like, what is a lowercase with a slash through it. Why would you be making that? So this, I am in step four and Miss Linda's, my tutor. And um, we have been learning about V-Dashi. And if you do not know what V-Dashi is, like my dad does not know what it is. <laughs> um, it is, it stands for vowel consonant E. So like in the word cake or pine or made, it would. There is just a little e hanging out there, and you have no idea why it's there. <laughs> just hanging out. That and, e is. Yeah, I and know. In the, the word, it says made. But how does the a make it? How does the a? It usually makes a. But how is it making a? Well, that's what that e does. It's actually working. It's not just going like, oh, I want to watch TV. Yeah, but it's so weird sometimes when you see like made like. Well, well, why, what would be wrong if that E was just gone? Or like what, or what would happen if you started to look at that word but didn't see the E quick enough? What would, it, what would you say? How would you read it? Um, you would read it like mad. And also one thing, the E, um, it jumps over the vowel. And how the E stays silent is the vowel um, is blocking it between the vowel and vowel. It, the consonant is blocking it. Blocking it. What do you mean by that? It's like a wall, but so for, it's a wall, so the vowels don't come together and oh. make a weird sound. But it also the e can also its little magic can jump over the wall to make the a a and made say a, but it they're still not together because that consonant is still there. So what's a good example of that? That you just said there. What's a, what's a good word? Uh, there's a lot of good words to use. Um, there is Pete, where the E is making the E sound. And don't get confused on Pete, because always in the end of words like made, pine, it will be an E in Pete. It's P-E-T-E. Don't get confused why there's two E's. It's just because that E... The first E that you see, that's the one that will be making the E sound. And then the other one, you kind of just have to ignore. Mm. But you also have to look at it to know that it's making that E say E. So that's another kind of silent E as Mm -hmm. well, like Mm P-P-E-E-T. Huh. 
How are we doing? Well, think about all those all those words out there, like made. I was looking. We live in Ames, and I saw someone wearing a shirt that said Iowa State. State. So that has an E on the end, and that's a, that's a good example right there, the word state. Hmm. Anyway. Well, that's our lesson for today. Anything else, Emmy? What's that rule? What, what When Miss Linda tells you, how do you remember that rule? Uh, V-E, and it stands for vowel consonant E. Perfect. Thanks, Em. So, it's time for me to go to bed, and... We are just going to end our second video up. And so we just have a little thing for you, I guess. Um, so wherever you live, follow along with us and do things with us. And um, Like what kind of things? You're just like things? Like what kind of things could people do with us, Em? You can check out our Facebook page, like okay. us. Um Tomorrow we will be working on the Instagram account. And then a big thing that you can do is help us on our journey with um, our YouTube channel. We're going to be figuring things out for that. Right. And what if there are other like 9-year-old, 10-year-old girls or other boys like that or, uh, that have dyslexia? Would you like to be able to talk to them sometime? Would, is it okay if they write you a note? Yes. that Those are called comments. Oh, comments. So you would like write back on a comment and say, hey, my name's Emmy. We should hang out sometime. Maybe we can watch LOL YouTube videos together and do some Snapchat or something. You can't really do that. They can write comments like, hey, I like that video. Or like, where'd you get that? I want to get that. It's not really like, hey, can we have a play? Let's go over because they could live in like Kansas City. That's true. But maybe we'll do something. We never know. We're going to have videos and we can talk to people. We can FaceTime. Yeah. We'll FaceTime yeah. people if they want. FaceTime. But, but for real, right? We want to know other kids that are trying um, different things to overcome yeah. some of the challenges, right? And because, Emmy, just really quick, talk about, like, how do you feel sometimes in class this year as a second grader? Um, kind of frustrated sometimes. It's like... I don't understand this, and my teacher is teaching it to the whole class, but she can't stop just to focus with me. And so that's why I have um, all these special teachers that I get to go and just have alone time so she, she can just focus on one thing, just me, so we can work on the paper. Because sometimes when I don't get something, and she's like, okay, what's this problem? Get this problem done, and they'll move on the second one. When I can't get this problem done, and then they move ahead of me. Right. Then it just gets really hard and frustrating. So it can get frustrating in your class. So Emmy goes to a public school. There was, what, 20-some people in your class? There's 26 people in our class. We have the most kids in any other class. Yeah, in your second grade class. So you're done. It's summer. But, yeah, this year when Emmy found out in late 2017 that she had dyslexia because of some noticeably low scores in her reading and writing, um, her teachers did a great job. Um, and all, and the Ames School District did a wonderful job. But and like I said, it's frustrating um, for her to not necessarily be like everyone else. So if you're a kid or a mom or a dad that is, is trying to figure out how to navigate the waters of not being like everybody else, you know, let us know. We want to connect and uh, build a community around this because like we are saying, right, Em, people with dyslexia that, that have to learn differently, that's fine because we're what? You're wired. We're wired for big things wired for big baby all right wait do you have dyslexia 
You know, that's a great question. I don't know if I have dyslexia, but we all everything it. I learn, everybody, that's, everybody <laughs> thinks it. So we'll explore that too as we go here because, you know, I don't know this. And if anybody else wants to give us a resource for this as well um, that you may have, we're going to find some ourselves. But my understanding is that dyslexia is passed on through genes and genetics and, and uh, DNA and all that kind of good stuff. And your mom is sharp as a tack. And she has read well. She's a good writer. She doesn't have any problems uh, regarding that stuff. Um, but me, not so much. I relate very well. And honestly, I mean, you've taught me a lot about, I think, myself over the last six months that I was missing. So we'll keep talking about that. But, hey, nice question. I don't know if I have dyslexia. But yeah. maybe we'll figure know I have severe dyslexia and a little bit of ADHD. That's what they say. Yeah, well, we'll figure some of that out too. So anyway, thanks for listening. We're going to sign off for tonight because Emmy has golf camp tomorrow. Super important. Golf's the best sport ever. It's the first day. First day. That's great. And Emmy. That's great. All right, Em. Say goodbye to everybody. Bye.